Whether a date night or family holiday outing, Meadowlark's Winter Walk of Lights is the perfect way to experience the magic of the holidays. The half-mile walk through Vienna's enchanting Meadowlark Botanical Gardens features lighted nature themes and sparkling displays. Get your tickets now at winterwalkoflights.com. Extend your holiday season and beat the rush with a weeknight visit in November or early December. Plan your visit and buy tickets at winterwalkoflights.com. That's winterwalkoflights.com. Hi guys, I promised you some narrated fan fictions. I was thinking how could I make these a bit more special and unique, so I am going to do dramatic fan fiction readings with some music and voice effects. I have also been thinking it would be fun to do this kind of reading with some of my favorite Little Woman chapters. I was thinking under the umbrella chapter and then Laurie proposing Amy because, believe it or not, that has never been adapted. If I can never see these chapters in adaptations uh, in the full detail like I would like to, this is why Little Woman works better as a series and not as a movie. I could give an amazing experience for myself and those of you who enjoy the videos I make. When it comes to fanfiction, when I find a fanfic that is very loyal to the canon and brings something new to the table, in my mind it becomes part of the canon. This story is written by Middlemarch and she's one of my top five Joan Fritz fanfiction writers. I really love this piece. It is a love letter from Friedrich to Joe when he was in Chicago. And I am really interested by this time period when Fritz was in the West and he and Joe, they kind of got to know each other more by writing these love letters. I recently discussed about this with a friend of mine who is a terror fan and we talked about Henry being Friedrich's model and that he was an amazing writer but didn't always manage to express himself when talking. It reminded me of Rose in Bloom, it's another Louisa May novel. And Rose, the protagonist, she mentions that Mac, who in the story is the romantic lead that is based on Henry Tarot, that Mac was very good at expressing himself by writing, but sometimes struggled when he was trying to express himself in company. So Louisa drew the connection from her own life and her relationship with Henry to her literal works. I always saw Fredrik as this very passionate man, but when he is with Joe in New York and when he comes to court Joe, he doesn't throw himself at her feet. It's not Laurie. He wants to get to know Joe, and at the same time he is this very passionate guy. In Little Woman, the novel, night before Joe is going back to Congress, there's this moment where Fredrik is looking at the fire and he's dreaming about Joe. And then when they are under the umbrella, he's quite passionate when he finds out that Joe really loves him. I see a lot of those things in this letter. This is Small Umbrella in the Rain, My Heart Ran to Tea by Middlemarch. Chicago, Illinois, November 19th, 1872. My beloved Josephine. To Will's notice, there are two letters within one envelope. I have written one letter to my chair with Thai family in the evening, full of the stories of our journey from the West, how young Franz and Emil have explored and adventured, and some final reflections of our time in Laramie. Though this letter is intended for tea alone, to be read on, perhaps when the house is quiet and the first stars have begun to break in the darkness with their light. It's the last letter I will write to thee, my beloved, before we are wed, and I wish it to satisfy 
Every romantic longing thy heart holds in secret. I wish to tell thee how much I love thee, how strongly and boundlessly, like the ocean and the sky, how tenderly, like the first wood violet, how recklessly, like a mariner setting sail without a compass. Thou hast made me thys, who was only capacious and measured, staid, a man of philosophy, who valued the wisdom of the sages over all else, and now, to art in that place, in every place, I turn, and within my dreams, thy grey eyes, softly gleaming like a spring dawn, beckon to me. To think that to await me at the end of this long journey suits me and excites me in equal measure. I am returned to the young, impetuous Fritz I once was, walking through Berlin in the evenings, entranced by the lights, the society, the music that poured from the Königlands Open House, in a great splendid glory. Now I long only for the lamp in the front window of Orchard House, and to see thy fair face turned up to mine, and to welcome me home. The west is called wild, and perhaps I have become wilder with it. So I want thee. I intend to take thee in my arms and hold thee close to kiss thy sweet red mouth until thou art prattless, prattless as thee makes me when I think thou shalt become my wife, my beloved Josephine. The months without thee have been long. The promise of my homecoming had stretched the time and perhaps sweetened it too, like the taffy my nephew's love. This has been an old sort of courtship, conducted at such distance, but I cannot regret it entirely, for two has sent me such missives, had made me laugh aloud while my heart within longs for thee. Oh, how ardently to art such joy to me, heart's dearest, such an utter delight, and thought I know thou wouldst tell me. I am too sentimental, too complimentary, that thou art only plain too much. I will keep writing as I am, and when I return to thee, I will not stop saying how much I love thee, how thou art fair and lovely, and never only enough, never plain, but only everything I could have ever hoped for. Thou art beautiful, Josephine. Thou, thou cannot see it, and I will tell thee of the loveliness of thy chestnut hair, thy grey eyes, and thy soft fond smile. I have felt the silk of thy cheek against mine and wondered at it. I cannot number the nights I have dreamt of when I held thee in the rain. dreams, thy hair, stumbled around us and I kissed thy throat, the palm of thy hand, or I filled thy arms with flowers, so many, white camellias and jasmine, crowned thee with white roses, my dear one, and when I embraced thee, the fragrance was all around us mixed with green scent of rain. Lover, thy lover, and I cannot hope but that I might make thee blush in anticipation of my embraces, what I whispered to thee in our marriage bed. I would spring thee all the pleasure to had granted me. I would delight thee exceedingly. Perhaps God had given us this time apart, that we might each consider how much 
how often, how eagerly we may demonstrate the nature of our love. I shall do everything, beloved, everything, to show thee how dear to me to are. For I love thee, I have loved thee since I read thy story of thy sister, to shared and understood thy heart, its sharp sorrows and longings, how warm and fierce thou art, how fine woman thou art, my Josephine, how thou canst balance thy humor and thy kindness, thy sharp intelligence, and thy humble wish to care for those thou loves the most. I find thee the most beautiful woman I know, because thou art the sweetest, the best, with the most beautiful soul, and I still canst hardly believe my good fortune that thou lovest me in return. But I am most glad to find myself convinced by thee, thy exuberant, affectionate letters, and will be so every morning hence, with thy face the first I see, and reassured every evening, to kiss thy tender mouth good night. I wonder, shall I still dream of thee, when I hold thee in my arms all night? I think perhaps I will, but what will those dreams be? that I cannot imagine, but I will welcome them, and I will wake to find them surpassed, when I see thy smiling face with thine own reverie. This hotel, this Tremont house, is the grandest in Chicago. I brought the boys here to see it, for its opulence and its history. Lincoln spoke here and Douglas, and I thought my young Americans should have an opportunity to see such a place. I would be overwhelmed by its grandeur, if I were not so entirely ensnared by my thoughts of thee. All I think is to wonder how much thou would enjoy its splendor, and how I would know thy face was the loveliest, most charming sight within its gilded walls, and I admit I am greatly pleased to deceive all the elegantly dressed ladies in their silks and laces, the gentlemen in their tall hats and furred coats, with my appearance a solemn and modest professor. They must imagine I write to an sagacious colleague, or perhaps the spinster sister, who keeps house for me, and I am writing to my beautiful bride, with as much passion as I can express, with words alone. At least these words will serve to remind thee, that it is not much longer, that this letter alone must suffice, that so soon I will come to thee, beloved, and this separation between us will be forever ended. And so I will end this letter and seal it, and too must know that within its inky scroll lies the ringing truth of my hopeful heart, that it will seem only minutes and moments before I am at your door, my arms will be spread wide, and how I wish thee to fly to me. Let me begin our infinite embrace, our marriage to begin even then, with the vows I make to thee, with my eyes, my heart, my greeting kiss. What gladness awaits me because of thee, Josephine. May God bless thee and keep thee safe until I stand before thee again, thy most eager, most fervent, most loving, Friedrich.
Whether a date night or family holiday outing, Meadowlark's Winter Walk of Lights is the perfect way to experience the magic of the holidays. The half-mile walk through Vienna's enchanting Meadowlark Botanical Gardens features lighted nature themes and sparkling displays. Get your tickets now at winterwalkoflights.com. Extend your holiday season and beat the rush with a weeknight visit in November or early December. Plan your visit and buy tickets at winterwalkoflights.com. That's winterwalkoflights.com. 